How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham and Justin Trace coming to you today once again for another episode of Talking to Football. We thought P.J. Hall was traded. Just kidding. Failed as physical. 60 players. We are up getting close to the number of players who have opted out. Maybe a little competition going on between the two strongest arms in the NFL. New helmet design for the Washington football team. And so much more to talk about. Derek Carr thinks he's being disrespected. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I have something to say about it. I'm sure Treese does as well. And speaking of Treese, let's hear that voice heading right on into Treesevia. Right on into it. Uh, how's it going, everybody? Excited to be here. And guess what? We were just talking. We've been on. We've been on the mics for over an hour at this point. We are super excited because we're starting to break down how the next month is going to be. What's going to be going on for talking football? And it's it's exciting times. We're talking about schedules for like once the season starts, how many episodes a week we're going to do, when they're going to drop. We're going to try to be the first ones out there. So you might hear us early and often during the football week. So just so you know there, super excited about that. But uh, AC, how's the day going? Dude, it's going. It has been a Wednesday for me. I keep thinking that today is Thursday. Uh, I almost just said it's been a Monday, so honestly, it's just been a fantastic week. Uh, got a lot going on here at the station, so I've been keeping myself busy, but let me tell you, it is nice to know that I have this to do at the end of the day with you, because then nothing else even matters. I just get to talk to you for a good 45 minutes to an hour in the old talkies, and uh, no, tacos, excuse me, I apologize, with the, you and the tacos is what I look forward to on Monday and Wednesday nights. Absolutely. So uh, let's just dress, like you said, dive right into Trisivia. Okay, so let's talk about some quarterbacks here. We're going to talk about touchdown pass leaders since 2016. This is going to include regular season and postseason. Okay. So basically the last four seasons. Can you tell me who the top five quarterbacks are with passing touchdowns? So Patrick Mahomes. No. What? Patrick Mahomes is not in the top five in touchdown passes for the since 2016. Oh, okay. So you're saying like, from 2016 to now. I thought you were talking like individual years. So like 16 no, this person, sorry, 17 sorry. this person. Okay. I see the confusion. I mean total from 16 till now. So the last four seasons combined. I know you think your quarterback is really good. Uh, oh, think. Uh, I mean, he's not in the top five of my list. So how good could he honestly be? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I was about to say. Uh yeah, not as excited for tonight as I thought I was going to be. <laughs> All right. Okay, top five. It's Tom Brady. Uh, he is on the list, yes. Drew Brees. Yes. Uh, Philip Rivers. No. Um, okay. From 2016. Aaron Rodgers. He is on the list, yes. Okay, so that's, that's three. Um, is... Eli Manning wouldn't be on there. I know he retired last year, but no. Um, they weren't even in the playoffs anyways. Uh, 
trying to think of big name quarterbacks in these divisions. So Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. You said no to Phillip Rivers. No way Andrew looks on this list. Nope. Nope. Big Ben? He is not. He is not either. Okay. Um Matthew Stafford. He is not. He is not. Okay. Uh I'm trying to think of these. Let's go west. Russell Wilson. Yes, he is on it. Yeah. Okay. Who else do I have over there? No one in Arizona. No one for the Rams. No way it's Jared Goff. It is not Jared Goff. Okay. Uh, in California, you already said no to Philip Rivers. No way it's Derek Carr. It is not Derek Carr. Not Derek Carr. AFC or NFC? Where do I need to go? NFC. NFC. Son of a bitch. No, it's not Jimmy Garoppolo. Ha, 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 ha. Um, God bless it. Okay. Let's go NFC South. It's Drew Brees, not Jameis Winston, not Teddy Bridgewater, not Cam Newton. Nope. No? Okay. NFC East. We already said no to Eli Manning. It's not Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz. It's not. What are you laughing at? You'll see. Keep going. Is it a quarter? Did I say the quarterback? No, you haven't said the quarterback yet. So the NFC North. Yep. Okay. So Matthew Stafford. No. Aaron Rodgers. No. Well, you I'm just said listening. To, I'm just listening to quarterbacks in that division. Kirk Cousins. No. Okay, and it's not going to be Mitchell Trubisky. So. Correct. So the NFC West. That's. Wilson, who I already have. No way it's Kyler Murray. No way it's Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's not Jared Goff. Correct. So who am I missing? I don't know. How many How many teams are in the NFC South, Austin? Okay, so the Panthers would be either Teddy Bridgewater or Cam Newton. Oh, my God, Matt Ryan. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! Oh, Austin. Yes, it is. I it said is two Ryan. quarterbacks for the Panthers and just you skipped did. right over it. Yep. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Oh. That's the problem with Matt Ryan's career. Yep. Nobody talks about him enough, and I don't even think about him. Yep, exactly. So it is Matt Ryan. Damn okay, it. So Matt, now you have the top five. Tell me them in order. <laughs> Russell Wilson. No. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is one. You disrespectful Bullshit. son of a bitch. Yes. Bullshit. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> what? Yep. Okay, so Matt, wow. I was being a smart ass. Then it's got to be Tom Brady. It is Tom Brady. Okay. Then Drew Brees. Then it is Drew Brees. Okay. And then Wilson Rogers. Correct. Yep, that's the top five in order. So let's start from bottom to top. How many touchdown passes do you think... Aaron Rodgers has in since 2016 regular season and postseason combined. Okay, so you're doing 30 a year. You know they at least got to be over 120 at this point. Um, 135. Too high. 115. Too low. 126. 120. Okay. On the dot. Okay, so now let's talk about number four. Um, he's got 126. Teeny bit higher. 127. 128. 
Okay. <laughs> eight. So eight more than Rodgers. Yep. Drew Brees, I'm going to say probably 135. Lower. 132. 129. One more. Wow. Okay. Tom is going to have 130. I'm just 133. No. More? Like way more? Lower. 131. Lower. <laughs> 130. Correct. Jeez. What's my... So Matt Ryan's got 131. Matt Ryan also has 130. Oh, you just wanted to put him at number one. <laughs> I did. Okay. Because he's tied. So he's tied with Tom Brady. But just the disrespect that you just gave him, I just wanted to say he's number one. So over the course of the last four seasons, there are five quarterbacks between 130 and 120 touchdown passes, and they lead the NFL in that category. pretty crazy also a little bit lower than i would have thought yeah i mean that's what i was thinking like 30 touchdowns a year you know that's at least putting you at the 120 you know you're gonna average i guess that puts me kind of right of what i was thinking but 32 but like i would have thought like all these guys have made deep playoff runs that they would have had it you know add another seven eight with touchdowns right and if they're getting 100 i think they're Averaged, what, 120, or sorry, not 100, 28-ish a season. You add another seven or eight per playoff run, and that would put you about 135 is kind of where I thought they would be. But then again, not every team makes the playoffs every single year, unless you're Tom Brady, um, I guess, and Russell Wilson, considering he's only missed it once. Um, Yeah, so there we go. Hey, look at that. So Matt Ryan and Tom Brady are the same quarterback. That's what we're getting out of this stat. It is. Take it or leave it. But one's a top 15 quarterback in the top 100 and one's not in the top 100. Huh. It's as if the players that are playing against them aren't really paying attention. Ooh, penalty. Shit. Wow, wow, wow. I'm in trouble. What happened there? Jasmine texts me, and she even talked to me last yesterday. She's like, I listened to your episode. Sorry for texting you during the episode. Now she just did it again. Definitely on purpose, though, right? We never just we never uh, figured out a punishment either. We need to come up with one. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do now. It's two for yeah. two. Uh, well, it's a good punishment. And it's got to be a punishment that can happen, you know, during the show occasionally. From time to time. Yeah, we'll we'll come up with something. We'll get it. Huh. We'll get it before next episode. You gotta take a shot. Yeah, I'm always down with that. Oh, I see you looking back at your old tequila there. Yep, it's back there. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, uh, let's get into our actual episode now that we have the penalty down. When a dinger goes on, the old dinger penalty. PJ Hall. Thought he was going to be released by the Raiders. Just kidding. You are going to be traded to the Minnesota Vikings. Psych! You are now released because you failed your physical. So the Vikings said, nope, can't do it. NFL rejected it. P.J. Hall has now been released by the Raiders. Uh, Trius, within this, are the Vikings just able to pick him up now just fine? Or is he 
have to pass a physical and then can be and then can be picked up. Yeah, he still has like when they sign him, he still has to p- pass a physical. So sure, the Vikings could wait, say a couple weeks, and then be like, okay, let's retest you, and if you pass, you pass. Um, and it, you know, we never know what they don't pass in their physical, yeah. right? Like we don't know if it's an actual injury. We don't know if they're just out of shape and they couldn't finish a workout. Like it could be anything. Sad. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure he'll pass through waivers. And just because everybody's going to know he's going to probably fail his physicals so or why use a waiver claim on it. Um, and then we'll see him again. I bet by mid-August we're like, oh, he got picked up by somebody. Yep. Uh, so with with COVID going on, we have had nearly 60 players decide to opt out. Um, we had a couple more to yesterday and today. Teresa, do you have any names off the top of your head? I know – uh, Tredavious White was thinking about it. I know Albert Wilson did yesterday morning. Um, I saw that on my way into work. But those are kind of the names that stuck out to me. I wasn't. I'm not sure if there was any more for you that stuck out though. Yeah. So um, we're at you just. So Sam Beal for the Giants is a pretty big name guy that did. Uh, the Cowboys fullback also did in the last couple of days. I'm trying to think of who else did recently. Sorry, I'm going down the list here, just seeing where else we missed uh, of the recent ones. Oh, uh, McCray for the Jaguars did. Same with Al Woods. So that's two Jaguars. And then Travis Benjamin for the Niners did as well, which I thought was a pretty big one. I think that they signed him for a specific role in that offense, and now he opted out. So – Geronimo Allison for the Lions. Uh, you already brought up Albert Wilson, but same with Alan Hearn. So the Dolphins lost, basically yep. lost their number three wide receiver. They still are going to have Preston Williams there and Devontae Parker, but their number three is now up for grabs. Um, we talked about it last episode how many, how there's been a fair amount of Patriots, but we didn't mention names. Marquise Lee is one of them. Uh, a big name that I thought happened over the weekend that we didn't talk about was Jawan James, the right tackle for the Broncos. A huge oh, free agent yes. signing. Huge free agent signing two years ago for them. And he ends up opting out as well. So, um, again, the the date is for Thursday. For those of you listening, that means most likely today for you. Um, so we're, we're cutting down to a couple – couple hours at this point so it's going to be interesting to see i know there's been a lot of if you want to call it clickbait if you want to call it teasers whatever a lot of people are saying there's a lot of big name players that are seriously considering it and it's going to come down to the wire you bought brought up tredavious white as one that would be a huge one and a huge blow to that bill's defense especially with the you know the possibility of winning that division for the first time since 95 uh, good point there. Uh, let's move on to, I mean, speaking of the Bills, honestly, Josh Allen and kind of what their hopes are for this year comes out in an interview this morning and goes, hey, it's on. Let's have this throwing contest between me and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, bring on the smoke, brother. All honesty, though, I do feel like he wins. Uh, he's got the size on Mahomes. He's just he literally has a fucking cannon of an arm. Like It is just a massive some bitch. And Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes is strong, though, dude. He, he's he got that baseball slinging type arm. He's got that 
just the flick of the wrist, you know, arm motion at any time, and the ball is going to fly. But I just feel like Josh Allen, distance-wise, is going to be able to get it. Now, power, I feel like Mahomes is going to be stronger speed-wise because I know they were going to do a distance throw and then a mile-per-hour throw as well. I think Mahomes gets them there. But distance, I, I have to give it to Josh Allen. Yeah, I think so as well. I just hope it happens. Like, um, I'm over all the talk. I think that players just need camp and stuff because there's just been so much of this talk. Uh, I think they just need – I think they all just need competition in their life. And so that's yeah. why all this talk is happening. Uh, I'm ready for it all to just happen or just let's stop talking about it. Like I'm, I'm good without the theoretical who's better than who. So um, – <laughs> But it would be super fun to watch. And I know everybody says this, but again, I'm with it. I'm on board with it. Get rid of the Pro Bowl game. Continue doing fun competitions like this. Yep. That's what makes the Pro Bowl fun. Like, I haven't watched the Pro Bowl the last three years, but on that Thursday when they do all their little competitions and all that stuff, like I watch those, like the catching competition and yeah. kicking and throwing. Like I watch those. That's fun. You know, I just don't know why they don't just make it like flag football. Just make it a seven on seven. Let the offensive linemen, you know, come in and, you know, it would be awesome to see an offensive lineman play receiver in a seven on seven. It also would like, be fun to just have two seven on seven games, one with linemen and defensive li- offense and defensive linemen only, and then another one with everyone else. There it is. Look at us. That would be fun. Son of a bitch. Let's stamp this idea and put it out there. Be like, forget the game. No risk getting hurt. There's no need for the big shots. If you want to wear your helmets, that's cool. You know, so you can knock some heads across the middle. Not a good idea, though. We don't don't support that. But it will still be cool to see the helmets out there. I think that's probably the best part is honestly just getting to see all the different helmets on the same team. Like, that's kind of what I enjoy. Like, the offensive line picks uh, where you get, you know, like a Raven and a Chief and a Brown, you know, and a Colt on the offensive line. I just think that looks really, really cool. Uh, I just think we fixed the Pro Bowl, though, Trice. We really should. We need that to claim that. Riley, yeah. that's what you clip, brother. Right there. I'll clip, <laughs> clip, clip it. <laughs> uh, speaking, speaking of a new off. look. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these transitions today coming all natural. Uh, the Washington football team uh, revealed their look with the numbers on the helmet. It was actually kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. When I first saw it, I was like, ah, man, that just looks kind of boring. But then at the same time, you have a maroon helmet with a yellow number. Kind of cool, dude. Didn't look as bad as I thought it would. It didn't look like super tacky or super... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cheesy. It didn't look like that. No, it really didn't. I, I loved it. I, I When you started that conversation, I was like, oh, man, are we going to be like on completely opposite sides here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was sweet. I thought they looked clean. I think it has a very um, – just trying to think of the word – Alabama-esque feel to it. Like Um, kind of a traditional type view, even though it's not that for them at all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like with the yellowish gold numbers with the face mask, or yeah, the face mask matching it, the sweet visors that they had on uh, Landon Collins' uh, helmet was sweet. So I think overall it's cool. It's a cool look. 
at least you have something to be happy with in Washington. Like you got something like, all right, we got something cool here. Uh, I saw today they also had a virtual happy hour. I wonder how that went. Presented not- by like Bud Light Seltzer. I saw it right before we hopped on air. Mm, but, interesting. Uh, um, what else I saw today was Marquise Brown. Sorry, this is on the rundown. He's up to 180 pounds, which I thought was pretty good for him. He played at like 161 last year was his playing weight. That's right. Yeah, so he said he put on like 15 to 20 pounds. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Good for him, though. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if the speed is still there being like getting that much size on you. So funny you brought that up. He actually took one of the GPS units from the facility during the offseason so he could test his speed. And he ran the same exact 40 time that he ran in the middle of the season last year during this uh, quarantine. So he kept he really? says he again, this is all he say, but he says that it was the same exact 40 time. Very that would nice. be big for them. That'd be big, big for them. That like would. you can get a little bit more strength there. Maybe finally stay healthy. Yep. 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 All right. Uh, let's go. On to just, sorry. No, I almost had a penalty there. I'm about to give myself a dinger penalty. Ooh. ooh. Saved it though. Saved it. Or nice. you weren't paying attention. So either way, I'm good. No, I'm just talking. Uh, <laughs> so we got some college players opting out. Uh, there's three big name guys right now. There have been other ones that may not be big draft names as of right now. I'm not saying they won't be, but as of right now, they're not. Uh, so Micah Parsons, the linebacker for the uh, Penn State and Nittany Lions, huge. That's a huge one. Probably was going to be, what, top 20 pick in this year's draft. Like He's a big name guy. You have uh, Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver from Minnesota. Very, very good wide receiver. I really, I thought he was a pre, he's a smooth route runner. Um, and then Caleb Farley, the cornerback for uh, Virginia Tech, who's yes. also who's also probably was going to be a top twenty pick. And who is super freaking fast, uh, yes. like speed demon type guy. Uh, Rashad Bateman. You kind of worry on what happens with the Minnesota football team now because they were bringing a lot of people back after only losing Tyler Johnson. So now you lose Bateman here. Uh, you kind of have to question as the offense kind of match up to what it was last year. I loved the coach's response, and his name is slipping my mind right now. If you know it, please just spit it out. Uh, but just the fact that he was fully supportive of the decision and understood it and, like, didn't try to hold it against him or be upset. You know what I mean? Or, like, take away a scholarship or kick him off the team. It was it was kind of relieving to see that a college football coach was supportive of his, you know, player making a decision that was ultimately best for him and his family. For sure. I, I think you're referring to PJ Fleck is who you're Thank referring you. to. Thank you. Yep, he just kept slipping out of my head. Yep, no worries. Um, but again, that is awesome. Super, super cool to see uh, them do that. Um one thing we were going to talk about last episode we ended up not was the Pac-12 and their plans of players basically demanding some money here um, or them opting out. So um, obviously I'm a Pac-12 guy here. Um, I'm in support of players making money. So uh, 
I'm on their side on that. Um, as a fan, I'm also at the point of like, but I really, really want football. Can you guys wait another year uh, to make <laughs> sure it actually happens? Um, but I, I totally understand where they're coming from. Um, you almost wish that this request came much earlier in the summer than it did like in August when it's super late and really takes things down to the wire. In the end, I think that they'll find a way, the NCAA and the Pac-12 players, to make it so it works. And so that's what I'm hoping for. Um, but again, I hope the players make money. I think that they deserve it. I love the idea that they're even making it so some of the lower tier players are making money just like the top tier players. And the yeah, big uh, especially from the conference. That was the deal. Is they wanted 50% of the revenue that the conference makes go to all the players evenly of that respected sport. So whatever football makes, you split it in half and you give all the players in the conference that played the same amount. The best player on the best team gets the same amount as the worst player on the worst team. You love to see that. Football players are getting paid the same amount from whatever that sport generates. Same thing with the people that are on swim and track team. Whatever that money generates, you're getting 50% of it split up between everybody in the conference. I, By the time you split all that up, it's still not like a ton of money, but it's nice for some of these college students to have this. Because I don't, I think people realize like, oh, they have a scholarship, they're good, okay. But they're also not working jobs, so they don't get to go, you know, make money to pay for food, pay rent for the apartment. Not, it's not like these kids live in a dorm all year. They're, you know, they move out, they move in together in these houses and, you know, cheap houses for rent. You still got to find money to do that. Not everyone's on scholarship, you know, every semester. And people are like, oh, you know, you're getting a great college education at Stanford. Yeah, for four years. You want your master's? Probably not on scholarship anymore. You get the four-year eligibility scholarship, and after that, that's it. And that was something else they asked for, up to six years of scholarship for school into a master's program or however long it takes me to get my bachelor's. Boom. Okay, because I'm not sure if anyone's been to school listening. Uh, it's really hard to be done with college in four years. You got to be doing nothing else but really that. It's a tough thing to really do unless you can figure it out. So I didn't have a single issue at all with what the Pac-12 players were asking for. But I loved how they said all Pac-12 players. It wasn't a single team and individuals, all Pac-12. Yep, agreed there. So we'll see how it goes. We'll keep everybody updated as well as Twitter will update all of you as well. So we'll figure it out, though. Um, sorry, this just came to mind. Did you watch the Russell Wilson video today? Gosh dang it, I was just coming across it. So no? That what? It, yes. Oh, I was trying to figure out, listen to the video to what he called himself. Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, super fucking cheesy, but it cracked me up. Oh man, that dude. He's he's just the cheesy dude all the time, man. Oh, one hundred percent. But hey, man. Cheesy is working for him. Have you seen his wife? I have. Have you seen the amount of money he's making? His play on the field? Man, be whatever the fuck you want, because you are killing it at life. He really is. Um, Unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, like I, I honestly, like, the, it got over, and I was like, what did I just watch? <laughs> 100%. 100, like, uh... <laughs> 
Yeah. Ah, unlimited. <laughs> it's fun to say though. Have you done it? If you haven't done it yet, try. It. Go ahead. Um, unlimited. I don't. Yeah. Like, I can't even get a little like, deeper in the voice. I could, but like <laughs> I don't even know like what he's actually trying to get acro- across though. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Something about like an alter ego or whatever, but I don't understand why your alter ego would be unlimited. Like I just, hey, take out the trash. Unlimited, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, I, what? I, I don't, I don't know. I love and it. who was talking to him? Was it his wife? Yeah, it was his wife. So uh, you gotta love the fact she's playing along. Totally. But you can tell that they like to like mess around and stuff like that, which is awesome. Yep. Like super cool to see. Um, let's see. So not that we were disrespecting him right there, Russell Wilson, but somebody that does feel disrespected around here is ahead, Derek Dan. Carr. Is Go Derek? Ahead, Carr. Yeah, so, I see that smirk. You know what you did? Yeah, I know what I did. Uh, he came out <laughs> yesterday and uh was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I'm tired of being disrespected for my play." Okay, um, fair, but also there's been a lot of games that you don't play that well. Um, <laughs> hey, you remember uh, <laughs> fourth and goal when you threw it away? <laughs> you kind of deserve to get roasted there, bro. You do, you do. Um, and here's the thing. I think he may get roasted a little bit more because of whatever year that was. I want to say 2017 or 18. 17. It's, it had to have been 2017. When he was like a legit MVP candidate. Maybe that was even oh, yeah. 16. Right? Whatever year that was. I can't even remember. The I think year it that was he, 16. It had to have been 16 because 17 was the year that Wentz went off. So, yeah. I think you're right. Um, And he ended up breaking his leg. I think it was like week like 12 or 13 in the season. And that kind of obviously derailed it. But besides that year, like he just, he's never gotten back to that point. And I think that, that's why people roast him because we all kind of had that taste of what he could be and what everybody thought he was going to be. Yeah. It was just like, wow. Hey, he's really good. The Raiders have something special here. And then just bad decision after bad decision. But I mean, not all of it's his fault. The offensive line fell apart. They had to rebuild it. He didn't have any receiving weapons. I mean, all the way up until last year, it's just, okay, we have, we have a whole offense that planned around Antonio Brown. Oh, my gosh. Antonio Brown is what John Gruden says. Uh, and then he's not on the team by the time the year starts. Like, you just have all these distractions and everything going wrong. Your defense isn't very good. They're not getting any turnovers, especially interceptions. I think it took, oh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but it was probably like, I think, after week 10, for the secondary to be responsible for an interception or a turnover. Yeah. That's not good. Like if everyone's scoring on you, it doesn't matter how good of a quarterback you are. I mean, I guess it kind of does a little bit. Hello, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but it's going to be hard to win those games. And when you're Derek Carr and you, you don't even have receivers to throw to or any weapons, it's going to be hard. I am very interested to see what the Raiders do now. With Josh Jacobs, Foster Moreau, Darren Waller, ty- another year of Tyree Williams, uh, Hunter Renfro, it might have a big year. You drafted Henry Ruggs. Like, dude, I'm very, very excited about every single team in the AFC West and what, you know, what type of season they can have. 
I know we're supposed to wait for you know our preview episode, but with Derek Carr, I'm sure he is tired of being disrespected. I'm sure he's tired of being put in shitty situations to win two with no one around him. Maybe and hopefully this is the year to turn it around. The one person that I'm sure loves it though is John Gruden. I bet he loves this mindset finally being instilled in Derek Carr. Because I've this is what we've talked about, Trees. And why I didn't think Derek Carr was a good fit with Gruden is because he's too nice of a guy. He's too, you know, held back, too evenly play. He's not outspoken. He's not an angry type of guy. That's what John Gruden wanted. So in my mind, it was like, okay, John Gruden's going to go find that. No, he's just created Derek Carr into that. And if you've created Derek Carr into that type of mindset in Las Vegas with the Raiders, wowzers, I'm as a football fan and as a somewhat, I guess you can call me an analyst type, I'm excited to see what the Raiders do this next year and what Derek Carr does in Las Vegas. For sure. Absolutely agree with that. They also added guys like Brian Edwards out of South Carolina, who I love. Yes. And then Lynn Bowden Jr. Um, the, I believe. Out of Kentucky. Yep. I, Quarterback, Bowden, running back, receiver type run, guy. Running back. Yeah. And he's. He's a running back. He's number 33. Uh, I think he was actually picked 80, and then Brian Edwards was 81. Back-to-back picks. Um, So, yeah, I'm interested to see how that all plays out, right? Like The whole year is going to be interesting just because they're in Vegas now. A couple other things. Actually, last thing before we log off here for the day. Um, We talked about Gardner Minshew and how he was going to get off very, very soon. He's already off the COVID list. Um, didn't even have it. Didn't have it. And same with Stafford. And Stafford's came yes. back a p- false positive, which ended up being a big issue for his family. I don't know if you saw his wife's post, but uh, she, she went off on the NFL for announcing this prematurely because she says that like she got asked to leave a grocery store because they knew who she was and they knew they thought her husband had it. And her and her kids got asked to leave at a park because they were at it and they thought her husband had it and stuff. I don't know if you saw that. Dang, I did not see that. But I get her frustration. For I sure. Mean, shoot. That, like, it's just a frustrating s- situation as a whole. Like, how how are you being reported positive and you, you don't even have it? Like, it's a false negative. Or you know, let's say it was of – excuse no, it was a false positive. What yes. if it was a false negative? Like, then we're dealing with a huge issue there. Which I know those happen. So I had two coworkers that, like, they were, like, struggling, and it was really bad. Uh, And they both got tested, and it came back negative. But the doctor said, there's no way you don't have it to both of them. He said, there's no way you don't have it. He's like, I think the test is a false negative. He's like, I would just, you should just quarantine and just assume you have it. He's like, you were showing every symptom. You're struggling to talk, to swallow, to everything. You can't even move because your body's just shutting down. He's like, you have it. Just because this test, clearly something wasn't right with the test. Mm-hmm. So for sure happens. Um, going to be interesting to see. Uh, and then the last thing, I know I just said that was really going to be the last thing, but one more thing. Uh, Division two and Division three. Uh, yep shut down all their their fall sports for the year not uh, just fall championships ch- fall championships thank you yep yep so, so they'll still play their seasons 
uh, which is going to be like softball, volleyball, maybe not softball. I don't know if they do. No, they don't. Excuse me. No. Uh, which is going to be like your volleyball uh, and football and stuff like that. Those sports, those seasons, they're just not going to have the championships, which which kind of stinks because we have two local schools around here that are MIAA, uh, Division II, uh, and one of the – it's Pitt State University, Pitt State Gorillas – uh, was set to kind of have a decent year, you know, new head coach, new new stuff like that, new uh, regime has come in, and the same thing with Missouri Southern State University here in Joplin. Uh, it's kind of it kind of stinks because it would have been nice to see how they go with their new regimens, you know, the new new coaching staffs here in town, uh, especially with them both being rivals. But it's just the way COVID is right now, and. Just take it one day at a time, one step at a time. Stay safe. Make smart decisions. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. And hopefully we get everything back to normal here before the end of the year. 100% there. All right. And before we log off, I just need to ask Austin one question. Um, hey, what is the Kansas City Royals record right now? <laughs> Not good, brother. Uh, I think it's 2-9, and nine, but I think it's about to be 2-10 and ten by the time we're done with this. It is It is 3-9, and nine, so you were close. Um, can okay. you tell me what division rival my team, the Minnesota Twins, record is? Uh, can I say I don't give a shit, but I know uh, it's the best in baseball? It is the best in baseball. <laughs> nine, nine and two right now, and they're winning right now. So might get to 10-2 and two by the end of the night. Um, hey. I just want to say I'm happy for you to finally have a team uh, to be just, happy with. You know, I'm get, happy that you're experiencing some form of winning with a team that you cheer for. Thank you. Just give me something, right? Yeah, um, you're welcome. Yeah. Like, I've, I've experienced it with football. I experienced it a couple years ago with the Royals. So, um, it's been a good decade for this guy, for me. So, uh, I'm hopefully it's your turn here soon. So hopefully can't hopefully. wait to put an asterisk on it and be like, oh, good thing you want a shortened season. Yeah, you would be that guy that does that. See, sure. that's the thing, though. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be that guy because I'm <laughs> going to be happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It would be like baseball. The team, my my team that like went off, it would be baseball. Like it couldn't be football. I no, it just no, could. You're you're a ways from that, pal. So, um, yeah, hate to see it, but um, all right, <laughs> okay. Well, that does it for us. We are going to start our division breakdowns next episode. So for the next month, basically four weeks, we'll be doing two episodes a week, like always, and each episode we will be breaking down a division. We'll be talking about every team, their schedules. We'll be giving our picks for the division winners, whatever placement they're going to be, uh, probably some MVP, some defensive player of the year, probably some rookie of the year predictions for within those divisions. Um, it's going to be a good time. So I can't believe we're already at the point. Yeah, uh, it's coming back, man. What, what do we have? Nine more episodes and then game start? Yeah, nine or ten more episodes. So it's coming, at, it's coming at us quick. But, hey, we love all of you. We appreciate you guys. And tonight we've been talking football.